Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Of the day. Mm-hmm. Great response on social. Yes, really good ones. <laughs> <laughs> giggly, giggly, funny, good stuff. Yeah. Let's kick the day off with a conversation with Christine. Did you just say earlier that your cat vomited and uh, puked everywhere all over your duvet? Yes, she did. And I picked up, obviously I cleaned it up, but it's it's gross. It was like a wet spot with still brown chunks I mean, in to, there. You don't need to be that descriptive. Sorry, but now I have to deal with that when I get home. Take the duvet cover and uh, take it to the dry cleaner. And Can't you just wash it? No, this is dry clean only. Oh, oh yeah, fancy it's fancy duvet, duvet yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't have one of them there are uh, fancy duvets. No. You got a fancy duvet? I don't think I own a duvet. And I believe it's pronounced duvet, but that's yeah. cool. <laughs> like filet, yeah. right? Yeah, like filet McNaught, yeah. yeah. Or Merlot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you take that off. You're not going to have that for a while. Does, what's the punishment for Harley the cat? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I was too annoyed with her. Well, you're past the window I... where you can say naughty because Harley won't know what Harley was naughty about. I know. I yelled at her this morning, but she just meowed and whined and <laughs> flipped over like, who cares? I'm cute. Yeah. That's how my first wife, Alicia, is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. After she throws up on the duvet. Yeah. <laughs> but we have a duvet. Oh, yeah. We have the really inexpensive duvet. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Okay. So. You're going to do that. Mm-hmm. So you're having pet trouble. You, Steve, pet trouble? Oh, mm, crap. I forgot no. to bring you headphones. I got earbuds. Just text yeah. me. You know I how I, earbuds. I like to give you money on the side to help your family? <laughs> and, and, and you'll text me and say, don't forget to don't forget to check. Yeah. It's actually for a side project that we all do. <laughs> but uh, anyway, in, in real life. Uh, anyway, you'll say, don't forget to check. Text me today. Don't forget the headphones. I've I, got some for you. Fine, I got, I got are the... Earbuds. The earbuds working? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you're. I mean, I. All right. I mean, I have good ones ready for you. I already know where they are. Okay, I'll text you. There you go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, any pet trouble for you? No pet troubles for me. They were fine yesterday. They didn't poop all over my rugs or throw up on anything. So that was good. What about the children? I mean, they're always pooping up on the rugs. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Little messy rug burners. Yep. Uh, Uh, Did you guys see the Connie and Fish social media that I threw up there last night? Yes. Okay, so... uh, With Barrett? Yeah, I know that you guys both knew. Off air, they uh, they knew. But Barrett the dog, my dog, uh, has cancer because why not? Just you add know? it on to one, all the other stuff that's going on. In about a week, on. it'll be the one-year anniversary of Connie being diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. Connie gets cancer, passes away January 4th of 2021. Then Steve's wife gets uh, breast cancer, yep. and she is okay now. Yeah, she's cancer-free as of right now. Still and She's a uh, double mastectomy. Yeah. And Barrett the dog, 
You know, a lot of these dogs will get these, uh, they're like fatty growths on their sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got a couple of them. We got them tested right away. They were benign. And so when he got a new one, we were like, eh, no big deal. And he goes in for his yearly, uh, which, by the way, I was supposed to remind you to book your yearly, Christine. Uh, <laughs> At the same place Barry yeah, goes to. exactly. <laughs> it's kind of a child. send me the postcard. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a discount uh, yearly place. But he goes in and they say, hey, yeah, this is cancer. So he had surgery yesterday. And uh, he went in yesterday morning and then we're... Alicia went and picked. I was I had some work stuff to do yesterday, obviously, and then uh, Alicia picks them up, and they had to take out more than they planned. First off, the cone of shame is terrible. I hate oh, that. I feel so bad about I that. I know. I saw that picture. I was like, poor Barrett. Oh yeah, and he is miserable on the meds. I mean, he has got some horse tranquilizer meds. Really? Wow. Yeah. He is. He is stack packed and ready to roll. Like, this guy is going to be partying for the next two weeks <laughs> because they are some serious pills that we got for him, uh, which is great. But they had cut so much off the front of them mm-hmm. to get into this because it was bigger than they planned. Yeah. Uh, that she And I have a weird sense of humor, so I went to uh, – I had to talk to Alicia yesterday. She was at the horse stable, and my friend Megan was there. And uh, Megan was like, how's Barrett? I'm like, oh, I'm here to tell Alicia they, uh, the doctor sneezed during surgery, and he passed away. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And Megan thought it was funny. Alicia didn't. Uh, uh, I wonder like how yeah, I know, right? she didn't. Yeah, I don't know why. Because oh Alicia gosh. was like, oh my God, why are you here? He sneezed during <laughs> surgery. Yeah, she did. Aha, woman empowerment. Yeah. Women sneeze too. Uh, they do. Uh, yeah, the woman, the lady doctor. And so, anyway, uh, yeah, Barrett goes to his lady doctor. I think I'm using that wrong. And, uh, Anyway, they had to remove a lot, so he's gonna be like, it's one, of, it's so bad that like they, they're like, he's probably gonna have to surgery again because it'll reopen. Oh, poor Barrett. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna be in a lot of pain for the next few weeks. How long does he have to have, uh, wear the cone for? I don't know, a couple weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did all the talking to Alicia. Yeah. I, I think he's got to wear it for a while, but he's wrapped. Yeah. And she has I to rewrap that. him every day. And uh, the doctor was trying to show Alicia the easy way to wrap. Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know, I'm doing. It. And, the, and Alicia's like, well, yeah, but. Because Alicia went to get a bunch of uh, super absorbent maxi pads mm-hmm. for his chest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and thanks again, by the way, for Christine, no for problem. letting her come over and borrow those. Uh, <laughs> Tell her she owes me. We're, inst- yeah, we're instinctively cheap. We're instinctively cheap. So, anyway, she gets those, and one of them's kind of flapping out of the wrap. Mm-hmm. And Alicia's like, that's going to kind of collect dust. Like, that doesn't seem right. And the doctor's like, I'm showing you the easy way to wrap. Just. You know, because a lot of the, there's a complex way to do it, but not a lot of people can understand it. And Alicia went, "Show me." <laughs> I deal with horses. <laughs> I wrap horses every day. Yeah, I'm good. And the doctor was like, "Oh, well, cool." And Alicia's like, "Yeah, I'm a horse girl." So, <laughs> yeah, he's super wrapped. It's so funny. Just you said, "I'm a horse girl." I feel like anyone who's a horse person has to clarify that they're a horse person. I've noticed that too. (laughs) It's really funny. You can tell if somebody's really a horse person. It's super simple. It's not the smell. It's not the look. It's the butt. It's the butt. (laughs) Male or female. Male or female. Because you use so much of your butt muscles when Uh you're doing the riding. They're always hiked up. Strong glutes. Oh, you could see a 75 there is a there is a local person. She is in her seventies, and Alicia says she has a butt you could bounce a quarter off of. Nice. Did She's you try? a horse person. No, she thought it was weird. I'm married. <laughs> Who are you? Get out of my house. How'd you get in here? 
The text question of the day today will be posted on, obviously, on the station's website later, which you should have bookmarked. Yeah. Or at least should have bookmarked. Many active things happen on our website. But today's text question of the day got some really interesting uh, responses via our social, where we throw it up on all the social early. And uh, I like this one, Christine. It's a fun one. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? Yeah, you big dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for. Man, I have so many, so many examples. I could see you like right now going through all of them in your brain. You're like, I don't. There's so many. Yeah, which it's, one? It's like, really? Really? I mean, there's, like, there's so many. I, I, I'm From the, baby fish to adult fish? Yeah, I am one more baby. I'm a, <laughs> I am just a, a foot mouth guy without a shadow of a doubt. But, mm-hmm. Steve, what is the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? Uh, I'm going to have to go with when I got caught drinking um, two weeks before my 21st birthday. And By whom? The police. Oh. Who else? Uh, your parents? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, my parents drove up to Michigan State and saw me on the lawn drinking beer. I'm on Team Christine on this one. I didn't know you weren't at home. <laughs> I mean, like, you could have been at home visiting and you were, like, slamming a fifth. No, it was by the police. And so no. I got a minor in possession. Did now, did your parents laugh or what did they say? Cause, or did they not even know to My help? parents never found out until a decade later. Yeah. So. And then they laughed. Like, called you dummy. Yeah, pretty much. Your mom probably, her dad, his dad probably called him a big dummy, and his mom was like, "You're perfect." Yeah, the, the, that's mommy. just the law Thanks, breaking mommy. you down every time. Like every time Steve does anything, he could be like, "Ran over a cat today." Well, it, it was, was probably the cat's fault. The, the it cat was the needed cat's to fault. go. The cat needed to go. <laughs> the cat was right in the way. Christine, what is the dumbest thing that you have ever gotten in trouble for? So I'm gonna take you back to high school. I was in class, uh, and we had. Uh, another teacher subbing in our class that day and i sneezed and then i sneezed again and i just i couldn't help it was one of those like back-to-back sneezes oh no did you do it uh, do it like did you do a toozy what's a toozy <laughs> did you sneeze and then you toot it or like no a, no no, no. You, it was you... just like a, a back-to-back sneezes oh okay and apparently it PO'd the teacher off so bad he got up and screamed oh, and was sneezed? like, Get out of here and go to the office right now. Where was the teacher from Mortal Kombat? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask here. you off the air if you remember this teacher fit or uh Steve, because we went to the same high yeah. school. What's he his was name? Ca- Mr. Gonch. Yep. <laughs> he was the football coach, wasn't he? I don't know, but he was kind of. I think a, he was the assistant football coach. He was coach kind too. of nutty. Yeah. Um. Uh. So he uh he yelled at me, screamed at me to go to the principal's office. I said, nice. "Screw this!" So I went to lunch instead. And then the <laughs> next day, I got in trouble for going to lunch and not the principal's office. And then I actually got called to the principal's office. Naughty nice. Christine. <laughs> and did you say to the principal, uh, "Look, uh, you know." Bushy Gaunch was, there was yeah. A, I, I just was like, sneezed. I sneezed. I mean, I thought it was stupid that he kicked me out, and he, she was like, "Well, whatever it may be, uh, he he is the teacher, and you should have came here and not go to lunch." And the, the, I was like, "Sorry." And the principal was like, "I can clearly tell that you're upset right now because your eyes are so glassy." Right, I know. <laughs> You've been crying. Yeah. And Christine was like, "Yeah." Whoa. <laughs> Funyuns, man. Text question of the day. Message via the app. It's free. Download in the app store. Message via the app, or you can text the show. You can always email as well, or throw it up on our so it's up on our social media currently. What is the dumbest thing you've ever been in trouble for? Mine was so stupid. Yeah. Oh my god. 
So, I was in college. Now, I need you to understand something. Click a six, you know me. I share as much about it myself as I possibly can. Before I met Connie of Connie and Fish, who passed away earlier this year, January 4th of uh, this year from cancer, I didn't have the, uh, trying to think of the right word. Latino (laughs) The heat that I have now. The game that I have now. Connie helped me get that a lot. I had to ask her a lot of questions. Yeah. So I was DJing a frat party because I, I started a DJ business in college. And I used to make money DJing frat parties. Mm-hmm. And I was DJing a frat party at Central Michigan. And this girl comes by. And I think she was from, like, U of M, Ann Arbor. Ew. And I she's, like, <laughs> smoking hot. And I let her back there in the DJ booth. And we're dancing and getting our dance on. And all of a sudden, we're mashing. You know, we're kissing. <laughs> She's loving all up on the ginger ninja. Okay. And I'm like, she's like, you like Livner, huh? And I'm like, well, yeah, but probably shouldn't take you home because I kind of got his girlfriend and I think it's a bad idea. And, you know, you know, she, I think I told her I had a girlfriend, but she didn't care. She just, she's clearly a chubby chase. <laughs> uh, and she, I mean, but she was like smoking hot. Mm-hmm. She was a tan, a tan. Yeah. And uh, and she was a sober 10 because I was DJ. Well, I was buzzed, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so here's how I got in trouble. I go home, and I say to Jennifer, the girl that I'm dating, I need to be honest with you about something. Had a little bit too much fun, and I need to be honest with you about something, but I want to know if I'm going to be honest with you. I want you to promise that I won't get in trouble and you won't be mad at me. <laughs> and she promised and gave her word. And I said, okay, and I told her. And this ex, ex for a reason, gets mad at me <laughs> after I <laughs> told her the truth. And she verbally committed oh my to not getting mad. Well, so the dumbest thing I've ever gotten in trouble for is someone saying, you ain't going to get in trouble. And then you get in trouble. That's stupid. That's wrong. But you <laughs> she eventually apologized. on her. Yeah, she eventually apologized because she had given her word. But good for, good I for know, her. I know, really I know, and that's why I stayed with her. But she was an she almost. I was almost done with her then. Sorry, I, I can't. I can't side with you on this one. What do you mean? Uh, you made out with another girl while you had a girlfriend. Well, okay. First off, you can't control. Latino. <laughs> it's true. You can't. You can't. I, mean, I mean, it was just starting to bud at that time. You know? Oh my gosh! You can't control that. Then just be single. And have fun. Eventually, I was. <laughs> yeah, but she, I was almost single sooner. Like, I said to her, I'm like, you gave your word. What do you mean you're going home? You shouldn't be leaving. You should stay here and thank me for being honest with you. And my friend was like, dude, you just made out with a girl. Don't say anything. And I'm like, no, I want to be an honest man. And she committed or confirmed <sighs> that she wouldn't get mad. Christine, I, I wouldn't have told her. But you understand why she's in the So wrong. you'd lie. You'd lie. You'd cheat and lie. You'd lie. Cheat and lie. <laughs> wow. You're a liar and a cheater. Wow. I'm honest, and Jennifer still owes me another apology. And now I'm mad again. Uh, great little story for you. Hey, Christine, were you with Sopranos at all or no? No. Okay. So you'll be like, all right. But there is a point to it. So you were a Sopranos, right, Steve? Oh, yeah. I loved it. Okay. 
David Chase, the, uh, the the Many Saints of Newark, is the prequel to The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is coming out to theaters, right? He is livid with HBO right now. Uh oh. He is quote livid. He is pulling a Scarlett Johansson because they are releasing it on HBO Max the same day it comes into theaters, oh. and he gets a cut of the back end. Mm. And he is going to lose millions of dollars. Uh-huh. So does he have a right to be livid? Yes. But here is my question. I mean, obviously we, those that may have HBO Max, are like, sweet. Yeah. You know? I mean, and it sucks for the theaters, and I get that. But like, Christine, if you really wanted to see The Many Saints of Newark, the uh, Sopranos prequel, you probably want that theater feel. You'd be like, Fish, I, yeah, I would come over, but I'm going to go to the theater. Mm-hmm. You're a theater person. I am. I'm typically a theater person, uh, but I am uh, like one of those middle ground people. I don't know if you know this or not. I was a very successful theater manager back in the day. <laughs> I think I've heard about yeah. once or a hundred times. Yeah. So anyway, I don't, I'm indifferent, right? Steve, he's probably going to stay home. Yeah. He's got the kids. They can go to yeah. bed. He can control when he watches it. It's true. Right? So do you think it's fair that HBO is doing this? I think they should have given him a two-week head start. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it sucks for the stuff that, like, they probably, they probably negotiated the contract prior to oh, you know they did. the pandemic. Yeah. So it's like you didn't have any foresight as to how that went. I would give them a little bit of leeway, either do two weeks or maybe bonus them on views on HBO. You Max know they're not going to, though, if they I don't have to. Not. It's not like HBO is going to be like, well, you know, David, you've been so wonderful. Now, he can say, I'm done. Yeah. See, he's got a leverage point right now because David Chase, uh, again, we're talking about the Sopranos thing that's coming out here pretty soon. I don't know when it's coming out. I think it's coming out, like, really soon. Steve will know in about two seconds. Uh, Steve's a master of that stuff. He's the movie guy, right? So anyway, uh, David Chase mad because the prequel, Many Saints of Newark's, is hitting HBO Max the same day it's released in theaters. Which is October 1st. Yeah, which is October 1st. Very soon. It's very soon. Like, I will watch. I am super excited for this movie. Yeah. I am a Sopranos nerd. I am a Mafia Godfather Sopranos nerd. Do I have? Do you have to watch Sopranos in order to watch this prequel, or can I just watch the prequel? It's a prequel. That's, what does that mean to you? It's beforehand. Yeah, which means? Yeah, but- You don't I need don't know to know anything need... about the Sopranos. Uh, I didn't know if there, there was, like, important backstories in order no, to- you're trying to bail yourself out of this now because <laughs> you just realized what you said. <laughs> I have a question for you. You love watching, uh, give me a show you love to watch. General Hospital. General Hospital. If there was a show called College Before General Hospital, and it was all about the doctors before General Hospital, great idea, by the way, patent pending. Right? <laughs> uh, if there was a show called the College Before General Hospital, would I have to watch that to General Hospital to understand who the doctors mm, were? Maybe, just because there's a long history <laughs> of you know families in Port Charles. But there would be, this would be the history before the history. I don't know. No, that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No, a pre- yeah, you're you're completely right. I mean, why you did she do start at the beginning? How of the did story? she just make me feel stupid? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, text question of the day today. We've been getting some great responses for this one. You can text in or message via the app. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? The stupidest thing you've ever been stupidest. in trouble for. <laughs> Steve was uh, drinking two weeks before his birthday, and he got popped by the police. Yeah. Got a minor in possession. I told the truth to a woman, and she used it against me. You cheated on a woman. I told her. (laughs) I told her, though. She had a right to get mad at you. She promised she wouldn't if I told her what was upsetting me. (laughs) She was a liar. But I forgave her, and we stayed together. 
So you can message in click of six. What is that face? I'm just going to let you own that. <laughs> just saying. That was very generous of me. Click of six. You can message in via the app. It's a free download in the app store for today's text question of the day. Christine, where is knowledge coming from today? Uh, it's coming from a keychain. Okay. With pumpkins on it. So like pumpkins or pumpkin? Pumpkin. A keychain with a pumpkin on it. Yeah. All right. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to a keychain with a pumpkin on it. <laughs> oh, that pumpkin on the keychain. If you stare at it, you look at it, you know you can acquire the knowledge from that keychain. It has been touched by many people. For it is a keychain to a bathroom and a gas station in Louisiana. Oh, no. <laughs> and you want that Louisiana knowledge. You need it bad. So you walk up to the counter and you say to them, can I have the pumpkin keychain? Do I have to tinkle? <laughs> and they say, it ain't right, no problem right there. Go ahead and take that keychain. And as you walk around the corner of the gas station and no one is looking you slowly pull the keychain up to your mouth, Ooh. drag it and rub it all over your tongue so you can Ooh. acquire the knowledge from the keychain as it and the particles on the keychain slide down your throat. They do a 180 degree <laughs> turn past your eye socket, thus providing you knowledge from a pumpkin keychain. At a gas station. Ooh. In Louisiana. Mm. Deep south, y'all. All right, I got a couple things for you today that find kind of fun. FLAT is actually an acronym. Did you know that? No. FLAT, it stands for Fabrica Italiano Automobile Tornino. Which you mean means Fiat. The, uh, the, oh, yeah. I yeah, said, the car Fiat. Did I say Fiat? You said flat. flat. Oh I was God. like, what is happening? I'm having a day. <laughs> <laughs> say that Sorry. one more time. Fiat is actually an acronym. Yeah, and it stands for the Italian thing. Whatever, it doesn't matter anymore. The first <laughs> I already made myself look bad. Moving That's, on. Yeah, moving on from my obvious stupidity. <laughs> the first vending machine That's ever. That's what happens when you get knowledge from a Louisiana bathroom exactly. keychain. Right? <laughs> Damn you, keychain! Very fair point, oh. Stephen. All right. The first vending machine ever was in Egypt in the uh, first century. It dispensed, you know what? Cigarettes. Water. Holy water. Oh, oh. awesome. <laughs> that is yeah. really cool. Uh, in Arizona, it's illegal to feed garbage to pigs without a permit. Uh, there, is an ex- <laughs> there is an exception, though. Dead bodies. If you're feed- nope, if you're feeding your own household garbage to your own pigs. Ah. Oh, but you can't go get random garbage right there. Oh, that's Arizona. The creator of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air named Carlton after his nerdy college friend named Carlton Coos, who went on to be one of the guys who created the show Lost. Oh, oh no way. Crazy. Again, the creator of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air named Carlton after this college friend of his named Carlton, who went on to create one of the people that created Lost. I always thought I found that one to be rather fascinating. Yeah. yeah. But not as fascinating as the last one, that last bit of knowledge, my furry little friends, that I have for you today is about Ghostbusters. (gasps) Okay. Do you know, you know the Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> he looks so fluffy. I know, right? Do you know that if you fried, put him on a stick, and melted him over a fire, that the Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters could actually make 300 million s'mores? <laughs> Yummy. Isn't that amazing? That is yes. amazing. I know, it makes me want to do a fire pit and have some s'mores. But 300 million s'mores. I wonder where you would get all the chocolate for that. I mean, right? I know it would be Hershey. Do you know they have a new amusement park there, Christine? I know Steve knows about it. I do, yeah. In Hershey, Pennsylvania? Mm -hmm. No, what is it? It's a water park. That sounds like fun. Yeah. You should Google up Hershey, Google Hershey squirts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to Google that. The, it's the name of the water park. It's really good. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. Uh, it's a bummer, man. Uh, Norm MacDonald died yesterday. Norm MacDonald is a, well, Saturday Night Live, 61-year-old mm -hmm. uh, guy. He died, actually, uh, from a private battle with cancer. He kept it a secret from basically everybody. A friend of his actually said he never wanted the diagnosis to affect the way the audience or any of his loved ones saw him. Here's some highlights from back when he was on Saturday Night Live. He's so funny. Hi, I'm Norm MacDonald, and this is the news. Well, this coming Monday is Oscar night, and three films, The English Patient, Secrets and Lies, and Shine, are locked in a tight race in the category, Best Picture There's Not a Chance in Hell I Will Ever See. <laughs> in his book, O.J. Simpson says that he would have taken a bullet or stood in front of a train for Nicole. Man, I'm going to tell you, that is some bad luck when the one guy who would have died for you kills you. That's <laughs> Oprah Winfrey's longtime boyfriend, Stedman Graham, has written a new book called You Can Make It Happen, A Nine-Step Plan for Success. Step number one, become Oprah Winfrey's boyfriend. <laughs> Last week in Cleveland, the rock group Crosby, Stills, and Nash was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In addition, a special Lifetime Achievement Award was presented to David Crosby's liver. <laughs> okay, folks, that's the news. Have a good thing. That is Norm MacDonald again, who died yesterday after a nine-year battle with cancer. He was 61 years old. Again, kind of just kept it. Uh, everybody was like, he, you know, he didn't want his diagnosis to define him. He lived his life the way he wanted to. Sad at 61. That's obviously very that young. Shocking. Yeah. When I saw, when I got all the notifications to my phone, I was like, what? Oh, yeah. This is random. Talk about something that blew up on social media instantly. Yeah. Plus, a lot of people with, I mean, like, he had a show on Netflix, too, that didn't do that well. Yeah. But uh, he's he just a very, I loved his dry humor. Mm -hmm. Same here. Didn't he also have a sitcom for a while, too? I think he did. Yeah, and it just didn't take off. But I really like that. Like that, his delivery. Mm -hmm. Can you do that? No. Try it. <laughs> Norm MacDonald impression. Respect. <laughs> I got some good news for you. So this uh, video is going viral right now uh, of a Lincoln University professor holding a student's baby while teaching so the student could take notes. Aww. Here is uh, the professor and the student talking about why it happened and what happened. I'm not going to have one of my students miss class because they have no one to watch their child. I don't mind helping my students wherever they need me. You really don't understand how much this meant to me. Yeah, obviously, like, so she could go to class and take notes. He's like, all right, you got to bring your kid, bring your kid. Yeah. Good news, 
that he did that for her. That's amazing. That is amazing. Bad news if he has anybody else that has kids in his class. Oh, because then- <laughs> I mean, how many babies Will you can hold one man my hold? Baby? <laughs> he has a daycare. He has like that little pen set up on the yeah. side. Just yeah. <laughs> a dozen like, children. In like, there. what do you do? Think about it, dude. Like, you're, like seriously, you've got. Because, like, let's say, uh, you know, sooner or later, Steve's wife will leave him, and Steve Aww. will probably have a nervous breakdown and disappear. <laughs> so then Brittany's a single Look mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not happy. I, well, I, I mean, if he accurately, if that timeline exists, that would break down and disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only show back up to see the kids every yeah, once right? in a while. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Brittany's basically a single mother, and then if she's like, well, you're holding, you know, Susie's baby. We well, got to hold my baby too. Mm-hmm. It only seems fair. I think this guy, this professor, again, we're talking about the professor in Lincoln University, the video of him holding the student's baby, saying, "I wanted to help her out. I want her to learn." And you know, I mean, if I got to do it, I got to do it. But still, you do it for one, you got to do it for many. The next thing you know, you got a ton of babies. It's a lot of babies. It's a lot of <laughs> babies baby stuff. everywhere. There were babies everywhere. You know, I was uh, just checking out a couple things actually. One is I looked out our window, and I'll get to that in a second. The other is I was looking at Mix957GR.com, which we tell you all the time. You know, we drill a... If anybody drills the website into your brain, it's this show. Myself, 100. Christine, and Steve. We tell you the app, we tell you the website. And why do we do that? Because we want you to engage with us. Much like the city of Grand Rapids wants you to engage with it via Art Prize, which, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, it starts tomorrow? Yes. Yes. Okay, so if you want to see outside the Graham, the museum, that we are, we're in downtown GR, right? Across the street from us is the Graham, the museum. I'm assuming it's a Halloween thing. But in front of the Graham Museum, there is a giant ghost. Yeah, literally. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I don't know why. I don't see eyes on the ghost. Maybe they must be on the other side. But do you see that ghost? It look there's something hiding under a sheet, and we don't know what it is. No, it's ghost art. Ghost art. It's called <laughs> Gert. Gart? Yes. <laughs> yes, which is better than French art, which is called fart. <laughs> so I, it's a giant ghost sheet. It's a giant bed sheet. I think there's a tree underneath it. Do you yeah, really? you did say that. It looks like a tree to me. I don't know. I think it's going to be. Who, a, who wants to hide a tree? It's a ghost. Maybe it's a tree ghost. No, it's just a ghost. Oh, it's a tr- a troast. A troast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if you do want to know a little bit about our prize, you can log on to the website. Christine, you know a lot about it as well. Steve's going to break some stuff down for us here in a sec. Uh, yeah, everything's on Mix957GR.com. And the Grand Rapids Beer Trolley is back for Art Prize to Yay. give tours this year. Yeah. Okay, that'll be fun. That will be fun. And there's just, I mean... Like a bunch of the buildings around downtown or outdoors, you could see a lot of the installations and different art pieces. What do you think there, buddy? I think it's pretty dope. So what do we need to know? What's the thing we need to know? Christine said you know something special. Yeah, so in years past, the voting used to be done on... Oh, yeah, voting on the ghost, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It used to be done on their app. Well, this year, there is no app for Art Prize. Uh, What you're going to do is you're going to go around downtown... And there's QR QR codes set mm-hmm. up at different installations on signs. You get more hits that way. You get more hits. <laughs> so Was you it scan Sweet Sweet D's idea? Yes. You scan the QR code. It sends you to their website. And when you scan the QR code, you you win a prize. It's not anything that you actually win. It's something you can win and pass on to an artist. So it could be either be money 
or it could be oh, like so you could choose your favorite artist. An honorary award. So I mean, you could scan a QR code and it says you just found fifteen hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and then you can award it to your favorite artist. How do you award cool. it? That's good. just through Great. the through their website. Oh. Uh, what about me though? Like, I want like, to can see I the keep art. the fifteen hundred? Yeah, you got to see like, the art. No, but I'm like, uh, what I do? Here's what I do. I'd find the artist and I'd uh-huh. be like, you want a thousand bucks? What do you mean? Well, I just won fifteen hundred. Well, then I'd be fifteen hundred. I'd be like, I'm gonna say one more time before I go talk to your friend. <laughs> Don't tell people how to scam art friends. Okay. Is that Stop a bad it. idea? <laughs> okay. Be ethical because, in all honesty, they're all. A lot of artists. I have a lot of artist friends, and they're very broke, and they work very <laughs> they hard. Are very broke. <laughs> the text question of the day for today is, Christine. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? What was yours again? I sneezed in class. Oh yeah. <sighs> and then I got kicked out. Was told to go to the principal's office. I went to lunch, and then I got in trouble for going to lunch and not the <sighs> principal's office, even though it was all dumb because. I sneezed. You big dummy. No. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned lunch because I'm going to change your eating experience forever. <gasps> Are you, though? How much does Netflix cost a month? About 10 bucks or it's, something like that? No, it's more now. I think it's, it's 14. 1499 1399 okay. something wow. like that. What if I told you you could get a slice of heaven for just 5 to 10 bucks a month? Is that something you might be interested in? Yes. Yeah. So... There's an app in your phone. It's a free app, much like our station's app that you can download, called Taco Bell. Now, if you download that, they're doing this. It's funny, too, because where they're testing this out, they're testing it out in Tucson, Arizona, which I had a friend tell me just the other day, like, you ever thought about moving to Tucson? Uh, So (laughs) That is kind of funny. It was really just odd. But they're testing this out in Tucson. So for 5 to $10 a month, if you live in Tucson and you have the Taco Bell app, because test market, you can become part of their Redeem Free Taco Every Day of the Month Club. So every day you get a, a taco? Yep. Bow free? Every single day you can get a crunchy taco, a spicy potato soft taco, a crunchy supreme taco, a soft supreme taco, a Doritos Locos taco, and a Doritos Locos taco supreme. One of those. Yum. Every day of the month. Now, do some math here. Tacos typically cost. I'm just guessing because I'm usually off the dollar menu. Mm -hmm. I like the beefy burrito. My meal is $3.07 every time. Look at you. I get a beefy burrito. I get a little chicken, uh, the enchilada thingy dingy on the dollar menu. Yeah, whatever. I know the empanada. That's fancy words. Those are fancy words. What did you guess? Did you, is, it, is it a quesadilla or an nope. enchilada? It's like one of them. And then I get a, <laughs> a side of cheese and a side of creamy jalapeno. $3.07. Look okay. at you. So individual uh, tacos typically cost a buck thirty-nine to two thirty-nine a month. So really, for 5 to 10 bucks a month, they're trying this out in Tucson, Arizona at Taco Bell, you can really hook yourself up. Hmm. Think about that. If you have 15 tacos, right? boom. I'm curious if it's going to work. Uh, I think it's not only going to work, I think it's going to roll over into other things. Taco Bell introduces the new taco subscription service. Get tacos all month just by signing up. And while you do, get these other subscriptions that correspond. A subscription for toilet paper, K-O-Pec date, and new underwear. Taco Bell, where our motto has always been, eat now, pay later. 
Brilliant. It's worth the pain. Do <laughs> you say is it or it is? It is. Hamburger. Yes. Please, no, Taco, Taco Bell. <laughs> Please, hurry. Yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> it's all about the dad with the plan over there. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Yeah, doing fine. All right, making hair. Yeah. See the little lady there? I forgot the muffins. Yeah, I got forgot the muffins today. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so daddy tips. What are we looking at today? Uh, it's time to celebrate Halloween. Let's get to it. Hamburger daddy tips. Mix 95.7. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the past few years, and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. This week's first daddy tip is to try to help newish parents get some comfort if they're feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> so I've got some good news and some bad news. First, it's perfectly okay to feel overwhelmed. But on the flip, that feeling of being overwhelmed kind of sticks around even when you don't think it should. It's okay. Now that my kids are getting a little bit older, some things are getting easier, but other new challenges have come up. Oh my God. So, my wife and I constantly go between feeling like we are doing an excellent job only to feel overwhelmed a day or two later. So just know that there are other parents out there who feel the same as you. It does get better, right? I'm Steve and I'm a daddy. The next daddy tip is for parents of infants who are getting ready to walk. Our daughter Izzy just turned one last month and she has quickly decided that she is going to walk sooner than later. Izzy likes it. So now we have our toddler Charlotte helping her walk every chance we can get. Put down low foot. And it is the most adorable thing ever. And not only is it super cute, but we swear that Izzy tries harder to walk when her sister is there cheering her on. So get your whole family involved because this can be a big moment not only for your infant, but for your other kids too as they watch their little sibling take their first steps. I'm Steve and I'm a double daddy. And the final day tip this week is for all the parents of Halloween lovers. It's time to get down to your local thrift shops and go shopping with your little ones because all of their spooky stuff is out and the deals are great. Charlotte's favorite holiday is Halloween, so we have already hit up about four different stores and she has loved every minute going Halloween deal hunting all month long. Ooh, Halloween stuff. So if your kiddos love the holiday, be sure to get out now and have a huge selection when it comes to costumes, decorations, and everything spooky for Halloween. I'm Steve and I'm a and now it's time for an awesome dad joke. Why do golfers take an extra pair of socks when golfing? Just in case they get a hole in one. Get in a hole in one. That's Steven. He's a new Really? Hopefully these tips weren't really bad. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, baby. Bye. Thank you. Oh, my God. She's, like, crying over there. Was it that good? I don't know what's going on with Ed Sheeran. Does he have something coming out? Uh, I think he's getting ready for a new album coming out. Okay, I know he gets bored and then writes brilliant songs. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> he was re- interviewed recently about uh, UK award shows, UK being the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. versus American award shows. Yeah. I think he's going to get a little pushback from this, but I don't necessarily disagree with him. The room is filled with resentment and hatred towards everyone else, and it's quite an uncomfortable at- atmosphere. And all the artists are sweet people, but they're like, surrounded by entourages that want them to win too. One artist surrounded by 10 people, another artist surrounded by 10 people, and everyone kind of like is, you know, giving each other the side eye going, well, I want to win. No, I want to win. And it's a really, really horrible atmosphere to be to be in there. So if I always walk away feeling really sad. And- yeah, that's Ed Sheeran talking about award shows here in the United States. Doesn't surprise me. Then there's the United Kingdom. I don't like it.
in England, our award shows are just like everyone gets drunk and no one really cares who wins or, or loses. It's just a sort of like good night out. Yeah, I want yeah. to go to England. Yeah, <laughs> right? seriously. Yeah, I want to hang out with Ed Sheeran, Taylor Swift, and all those bells. Steve can't go because he'll make it creepy. No, she'll make it creepy. <laughs> she'll make it creepy. She's yeah, like, I'm married, T-Swizzle. Okay. <laughs> and then Christina Aguilera will make out with me. Let's all do that, too. Yes. OMG. Texto, message via Apple, free download of Apple. All right, get ready to get hungry with this rando. Uh, is this the one about McDonald's? Yes. yes. Big Mac, Clay, Fish, Quarter Pound of French Fry, Ice Cook, Big Shake, Sunday Apple Pie. None of those. Okay. So, I have a random click a six question. I go to my neighborhood McDonald's to pick up breakfast. Every time I go to pick up breakfast, I either buy a sausage McMuffin or a sausage burrito or both if I'm bringing food home. Every time I've gone to my neighborhood McDonald's, they put grape or strawberry jellies in my bag. Wait, what is she getting again? A sausage McMuffin or sausage burrito or oh. both. Uh, do people actually put jelly on their sausage McMuffin or sausage burrito? <laughs> That's I would, the question. Yeah, I, would, <laughs> I would think it would be a waste of condiments if they didn't. Am I missing something? <laughs> Okay, Steve is clearly, wow. clearly moved by this he rando is. text. This is the epitome of rando, uh-huh. my friend. Yeah. I mean, you get it when you get the big breakfast, because that's what we get usually when I go get bre- uh, breakfast for us on the weekend. Is the big breakfast with, like, the pancakes, the hash yeah, browns? And... Yeah, and it comes with the biscuit. And yeah. so I put the jelly on the biscuit there, and I mean, I guess I've taken a bite of the sausage and then put some jelly on a biscuit and taken a bite of the biscuit. He puts the jelly on the biscuit. <laughs> This is so random. I love it, though. Can you fire out her question again? What's her order? Okay, so she's like, she goes to her neighborhood McDonald's almost every day for breakfast. She said, every time I go, I either buy a sausage McMuffin or a sausage burrito or both if I'm going to bring food home. Every time I've gone to my neighborhood McDonald's, they put grape or strawberry jellies in my bag. Do people actually put jelly on their sausage McMuffin or their sausage burrito? I would think it would be a waste of condiments if they didn't. Am I missing something? Click a six. Please call in or message in and weigh in all the ways for this. Again, the way Steve said it, you made it sound like uh, with the way you said jelly and the biscuit, I thought for sure you were going to start doing this one. Pants on the ground, pants on the ground. Look at the fool with your pants on the ground. With the jelly and the biscuit. (laughs) Christine, what do you think? I say put the jelly and take it a step further. Put some hot sauce on there as well. What? So wait, you want to get a biscuit with sausage. An egg. Ew, I don't like it. And then um, I, I'll put the jelly on there. Not grape. I'm not a grape person. I'll do yeah. the strawberry. Yeah, I'm a And strawberry. then put some hot sauce. If you don't like, if, if, if hot sauce too hot for you, put some ketchup. Yum. All those flavors together. Okay. I want one right now. I'm telling you right now, my <laughs> thing is when they created the pancake sandwich, Whatever that one's called, the oh, McGriddle. McGriddle. Oh, they, I always get one of those. No, too. just, just I just need some sausage in there and the two little cakes. That's it. That's all I need. I don't want no egg. I egg nasty for me. I'm not an egg, but I would not. Now, if they're putting the jelly in there, I would save it and put it in my fridge. But at the frequency she's going to breakfast, <laughs> right? I think you'd have like 40 jellies in your fridge in like two months. See, the one that sounds weird to me, not the McMuffin putting jelly on there. It's the burrito that kind of throws me off. We really need to hear from somebody that really, really knows this industry. Why is this woman receiving 
free grape and strawberry jelly every time she goes and gets something unrelated to it at McDonald's. The epitome of a rando texto. Yes, this is it. <laughs> We're going to get your responses next, though. Texto message via Apple free download on Apple Store. Christino. I have a random click a six question. I go to my neighborhood McDonald's to pick up breakfast. Every time I go to pick up breakfast, I either buy a sausage McMuffin or a sausage burrito or both if I'm bringing food home. Every time I've gone to my neighborhood McDonald's, they put grape or strawberry jellies in my bag. Do people actually put jelly on their sausage McMuffin or their sausage burritos? I would think it would be a waste of condiments if they didn't. Am I missing something? Now, we have Anonymous on the phone with us right now, and here's what I love about what we do. We really like to get to that, because that is a complete rando yes. text, though, to the point where when Steve first heard it, he started laughing. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. Anonymous is on the phone with us, and the big question that we have about everything is, why are they getting this jelly put in the bag? It doesn't make sense. Now, Anonymous, we're going to talk to you and get the answer here about jelly. (laughs) (laughs) But before we do, how much do you love wearing those pants that you wear at work at McDonald's? Oh, God, I hate those things. I (laughs) totally get it. I totally get it. Those things are like, I used to work at Arby's. I don't know if you know that or not. I was a very world-famous rapper. Oh, yes, world-famous and a manager. Yeah, and a manager. And I was the fastest sandwich rapper at Michigan State. Yeah, but I don't like to brag. So we were talking about why the jelly's in there. (laughs) I I have no idea. People are bizarre, but we have so many people ask, instead of the, the hot or mild sauce, they want grape or strawberry jelly for now, the burritos. No, this so when they're all, when they're ordering a burrito, <laughs> yeah. they ask for grape or jelly. I mean grape or strawberry jelly. Huh. Hmm. So instinctively, because this woman is not asking for that, she wants to know what the heck is going on. Yeah, we don't put it in unless you ask for it. But yeah, sausage biscuits, no. sausage muffins. The burritos. Your McDonald's may not put it in there unless they ask for it, but the ones she's going to, they're just pumping out jelly. Jelly's cheap for us, so. Oh, yeah. See, I'm saying your budget is probably better. Are you in management there? Oh, no. No, God, no. I've done that (laughs) once. I don't want to do it again. (laughs) Steve has a massive McNugget crush on you right now. Yes, I I do. (laughs) Okay. So, two questions for you. One is well, now that we've gotten that answer from you, so they're just chucking them in there willy-nilly, basically, because she's not asking for the jelly. Yeah, but people yeah. on our social media are dying to know which one she goes to because they're like, I I, I don't even get what I ask for. Yeah. <laughs> Anonymous gets it done, though. I'll bet you Anonymous gets it done. I'll bet you she can flip a burger quicker than you can bat an eye. Oh, you would be surprised how fast I can do that. I'm, I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could tell your little flippers are sexy and ready to party. <laughs> Okay, so anonymous, here is a question I have for you, though. Now that we're talking about the drive-thru, again, this rando text, a woman goes through the drive-thru, offers, orders a... uh, She either gets, or both sometimes, sausage McMuffin or sausage burrito. I do love when she said, if the family needs something. No. (laughs) Mommy's two-fist and sausage like Christine in college. Yeah, because the family gets only one additional thing (laughs) to split. Exactly. So, Anonymous, what is the weirdest order you've ever had to make or heard in the drive-thru when you go through a McDonald's? 
a Big Mac with no meat. What? So it's just bread and veggies? Just the, and the condiments, yeah. Or the, the other huh. would be just a Big Mac with only cheese. A Big Mac with like get a double cheese, yeah, right? And wouldn't that just be a double cheese? Yeah, yeah, but it comes with the additional. Much, yeah, with yeah, it'll have one piece of meat and I mean one piece of cheese, two pieces of meat, and then the three pieces of bread. I understand. <laughs> I understand somebody's a vegan. I would assume not a meat eater or whatever that they are, and they don't want to. They're ordering a Big Mac with no meat. That's why I think yeah. they're doing it. That's is, weird. Is it because you do you think that, the, I mean, that is a very odd Get order. A salad. It's very, well, they want the buns. We don't have salads anymore. Oh. Oh, you guys tossed yeah, the salad. Yeah, we weren't happy. Yeah, we weren't happy when they canceled those, why but yeah. Why laughing? Because I said they threw out the salad. In the yeah, yeah, I know. That's not what you said. They tossed it right out of the window, that salad. <laughs> okay. So yeah, maybe they just want, I do love your buns, though, Anonymous. <laughs> Thank you. you guys... They are very fluffy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now Fish has a, has a McNugget crush on you. <laughs> All right, seriously. <laughs> I, I like you. You're a little bit sweet and sour. I think we should get together and barbecue you together sometime. Sweet and spicy, you mean. Yeah, no, Alicia sweet... might not like that. Alicia, who's that? <laughs> Your first wife. Oh, yeah. God. She ruins all my fun. Right? She really does. Thank you, Anonymous. I love your face. Get it? No, sweet and sour is the sauce. So I was no. trying to tie in the menu. Oh, yeah. I was about to get my McDonald's groove on with McDonald's, babe. And then she's all like, you're married. And she ruined it. Sorry. We did get some people that had weird orders. Okay, so this rando text, though, that we got, we're going to talk about it here for just another quick minute. Very fascinating because this woman goes to the drive-thru and she gets a sausage mix something and a burrito mix something. Mm-hmm. And they keep giving her grape and strawberry jelly. And she's like, am I eating this wrong? And God forbid, she try it, like on a little piece of it. Yeah, I don't know why she yeah. hasn't tried it. <laughs> it's delicious. She's like our boss, Sweet Sweet D, like, what the hell are you doing? Just just do it. Just yeah. give it a shot. You know what I mean? So, just give in. Yeah, just give in to the experience. <laughs> but other people are starting to message on our social media and via the app and text in with weird things that they've ordered, and this is becoming a thing. Someone says that they put grape jelly on their grilled cheese sandwich. Which that seems gross about, to me. That seems pretty that. nasty. No we, offense. We got someone who said, I don't know about the jelly, but when I worked at McDonald's, an older woman would come in every morning and order a sausage McMuffin with tartar sauce Ew. daily. What? <laughs> Ew. I'm not a tartar. No. Uh, That's uh, gross. Lots of people are saying you should give it a go, though. Someone else said, My husband puts his hash brown and grape jelly on his sausage McMuffin. So he puts the hash brown and makes it a giant sandwich. I think I'm just a basic dude. I think I'm just too basic You're for basic. this. Thing. I'm basic. I'm basic. I, I, I'm a creature of habit. I want that pancake sandwich thing. What's it called? The McGriddle. McGriddle. Yeah. yeah, I want that yeah. McGriddle. Just give me that. I don't want any egg on it. Egg's gross. But I won't mind French toast, which is people have always found fascinating. Pancake and French toast? No, I'm just saying in general, I'll eat French toast, but I won't eat eggs. Yeah, oh. no, he eats a lot of things with eggs in it. He just doesn't like He to, won't eat the actual egg. Yeah, he, do, he doesn't want to see the egg. He doesn't want to hear is, about the egg and things. What, uh, it's a consistency thing. Don't You don't even want to know the things I love to taste, buddy. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I think that's a... You've told me. That's an after-the-show conversation. (laughs) I feel like this podcast is going to blow up. I really do. We've got to get right to Toad's Trending. We've been very late with this lately, Christine. Well, it's not our fault. People are, you know, loving our randos. Yeah, they've been reacting to the rando. If you missed the rando text, though, you definitely want to check it out, especially if you want to get hungry. It's up on all of our social medias. Link from Mix957GR.com. 
Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right, so this is a weird one. If you happen to be driving on the interstate and you see a guy walking in a bear costume, know that he's awesome. His name is Jesse, a.k.a. Bear Sun. Okay. When he is in costume, he goes by Bear Sun. Why don't I live as a real character and do these extreme things like we see in animations, cartoons, right? Even for people out here, they're like, I've never seen nothing like this, you know? You're walking down these lonely roads and it's like, what did I just see? What's he doing? He is walking across the country for six different charities dressed as a bear. He's pulling a Forrest Gump. Okay, yeah. but Forrest Gump didn't dress as a bear. No, yeah, and he ran. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's he wants to make an artistic statement and he's like, hey. I'm bear son, and I'm going to walk across the country. <laughs> I imagine he'd get very sweaty. Yeah. I, I know. The sweaty bear? I mean, that's cool that he wants to do that for charity, but I wouldn't want to be a sweaty bear. No. No. But would you want to, you wouldn't want to be the sweaty bear? No. The sweaty bear, he's Googling it now, aren't you? Are you? <clears throat> oh, here he goes. Is this something oh. we this can say? Is this Dictionary? Uh, a sweaty bear is a nickname given to a guy that is overweight and sweats a lot. Oh. So it's Fish's nickname. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Okay. We move on. A uh, guy from Texas. Dude in Texas has been detained and cited with disorderly conduct this week. When he was spotting, spotting, nope, spotted, spotted walking around dressed like Michael Myers. Yeah, as in like. From Halloween? Yeah. He even had a rubber knife with fake blood on it. Oh, no. His name is Mark. Here he is talking about why he thought this was a good idea. I try to find a little bit of positivity and the gloom and doom out there, all this negative stuff going on. And and I've been pulling this stuff for a while. I, I think it's pretty clear that it's a prank it's you know something to be you know laughed at it's not a crazy guy with a chainsaw walking around it's a known fictional character nope nope Nope. that's not that's not a prank that's a bad idea yeah Yeah. and how good is your rubber knife or your rubber machete you know no rubber knife he's got a rubber knife with fake blood on it does it look like a real knife or does it look like a floppy rubber knife where did he say he was walking around doing He's this? walking around Texas. He's just walking around. No, don't we remember what happened a couple years ago when people started dressing as clowns and like actually she hates were clowns. were following and chasing people? No, thank you. So, when, this, is not a, this is not <laughs> a joke. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, right. When you hear Christine talking about clouds like Steve and I'll talk about clowns and it's like in our head the clowns are like this. Hey there, Steve. How you doing? I'm oh, a clown. I'm doing pretty That's good. How you doing? Terrifying. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? In Christine's head, it's like, Hi, Christine. Ugh. I'm a clown. Ew, I don't like it. Or, how are you doing? <laughs> no, go away. You want to see a picture? No, no, no. no. <laughs> hey, wait. Close your eyes real quick. Nope. Absolutely not. Come on, it's almost October. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you ever want me to come over Screw later? that. How about I'm at your door? No. Quick, Steve, get me knocking. Christine, I have my floppy shoes on in my big red nose. <laughs> I'm at your door. <laughs> if I saw a clown, I would take my pepper spray out and spray him. And then I'd run. 
My okay, so when Christine <laughs> don't ever take her to a circus on no. a date. <laughs> we, need to, Heck no. we need to get her a clown. No, right? you don't. When's your birthday again? February. Damn. You think we'll still have a job in February? No. Darn it. <laughs> no. All right. Don't be dumb. That really, really sucks. I've been promising you that I was gonna tell you about Fireball. Yes. All right, so mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that. But before I tell you about Fireball, I have a treat for you. I'm gonna give you the treat before I tell you the story. I'm doing it in reverse. It's kind of like, hey, if you mow the yard, I'll buy you dinner. I'll buy you dinner, and I'll go mow the yard. I think you're still going to stick around for the story. (laughs) Now, here we go. This happened Saturday. It was at a women's cricket match in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Christine, where is Ireland? In the other side of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sometimes you think you're hooking up a buddy. You know what I mean? Steve, Steve, where's Ireland? In the UK. Ireland's in the British Isles in the United Kingdom, yes. Okay, yeah, the United Kingdom. (laughs) Okay. I literally was. I don't know why you asked me that. I was hooking you up. I thought it was a no brainer. That sure was a stumper for her. Yeah. I I don't know why you guys. Duh, the UK? No, she's going to be a. She wants to be a game show host. Right? But it is. The game show hosts usually have scripted answers. So we're okay. Yeah. Back to Ireland. Saturday, Ireland, women's cricket match. Christine, where's Ireland? In the UK. Bingo. <laughs> the game was interrupted because there was a there was a, a, a golden retriever there on a leash. And it got loose. And here's what happened. They're going to have to look to take two. They're going to have to take a chance now. Oh, oh, dog. Oh, the dog is the ball. Oh, here we go. Now that is... <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Now, there we go. It's Dog has puppy, stopped play. Puppy, uh, oh, there we go. I think we'll retrieve the ball. It may need a clean. That's two reasons I want to show you that. A, it was funny that a dog took a ball from a cricket match. And B, cricket matches sound like golf matches. Yes. Yeah. I've never watched one. Have you? Have you guys ever watched a cricket match? No. If you, uh, if, I caught it at an airport once. If you did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, now, Christine, if you did watch a cricket match in Ireland, where would you be? On a cricket course. Steve. <laughs> cricket where, course? Where You'd be, be in the United Kingdom. Again. Oh, I, I thought you meant like physically. No, that's what I meant. Physically, you would be in the United Kingdom, but. Uh, hmm. You didn't ask me where Ireland was. <laughs> okay. Now, can I please tell you the story about Fireball? Yes. All right, here you go. Fireball. So Fireball is officially releasing its whiskey in keg form. What? Sounds dangerous. The keg is going to contain 115 shots. Fireball. Of Fireball. (laughs) It's like the worst audio of Fireball ever, by the way. 115 shots. I thought Christine could uh, describe it for us. So there you go. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's like like a small keg. Yep. It's red, says fireball, and it's got two of those little thingies to... Steve, what are the little thingies? <laughs> to it's take a out the... tap and spout? Yeah, yes. there we go, the spout <laughs> for the fireball. Oh, my goodness. I mean, if anybody knows anything about little thingies, it would be Steve, so... <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> so Thank you for your help. All the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. the little spout guy. <laughs> uh, yesterday, Steve, uh, you were, you're in your room where you mm-hmm. can't always hear us, and Christine and I are having a conversation, and she had a very deep conversation with me about her dna 
<laughs> okay. It got really interesting. I was very fascinated by what she was saying. I, I it was it was compelling. You had a, a start, a middle, and an end. Why it wasn't were we that compelling? I thought it was great. It's why are we talking about your DNA? Well, I so I did twenty three and me a couple of years ago. It's one of the ancestry kits. All right. Uh, so it constantly updates. It sends you emails when they like update your ancestry or if you have relatives. You got to pay monthly on that or what? No, 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 no. You All do. Right. You just pay it that one time. You get the kid, and that that's it. So How they just update you. It was a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um. I guess so, if you want to find people, right? So I, I'm con. I have currently on 23andMe 1,500 relatives. Wow. Huh? Wow. <laughs> yeah. 1,500 I mean, relatives. And I was thrown by that at first until Christina explained to me that you have a very large family in general. You're Chaldean and you have a very yeah. large family. Like and- like the family that I do know, like just to give you perspective, I have 30 first cousins. Not everyone knows what Chaldean is, though. Yeah. So my family is from Iraq. Um, my dad's from Baghdad. My mom's from Babylon. Um, we're Catholic. And uh, basically, it's funny because when I did this, I I expected like at least some like I obviously expected the majority to be Iraqi. Yeah. But I expected maybe a little more. But I'm 99.8% Iraqi, which is okay. some strong wow. blood. You got yeah. some strong blood there. Yeah. Okay, 99.8% she is. Yeah, the point two, if you're wondering, is Mongolian. Which really? Which is random AF. That's that, uh, <laughs> that's that, uh, Genghis Khan? Yeah, Genghis Khan, edgy side of her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Anyway, this so is where it gets interesting. It constantly updates you with relatives. I have not made any connections with relatives. Like, I, whatever, I don't care. But someone messaged me the other day. Her name is Jenny. She says, Hi. I'm like, Hi. <laughs> Here we go. She's like, It's nice to meet you. It says we're second cousins. It means one of your parents is my first cousin. Do I look familiar to you? <laughs> That's kind of neat, right? Yeah. I was like, not that I can tell. Where do you live? And uh, just yesterday, she responded back. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm not. I'm not sure what side of the family would be, but our last names. And then she lists all of their last names. She goes, "Are you Chaldean? We used to live in Michigan over 20 years ago. What are your parents' last names? I can figure it out with my mom and my aunts." And her name is uh, Jenny Jenny, Lopez. No, it's not Jenny Lopez. (laughs) But it's funny because one of my relatives on here, his name is Dominguez Rodriguez. Nice. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. And that's what we started talking about. Was that the guy? When I, when I started talking about Yeah, that's when you started asking me Because I told Fish, I was like The strongest relative I have on here Because it tells you like how you're related yeah. uh, Percentage wise right. The strongest one I have on here is only 6% relation So then Fish goes into the weird Because it's the weird brain of Fish I, And by the way, everybody's always like You and your wife have the weirdest conversation It's so weird, our conversations And anybody I've ever dated, they always, they always love this Because why not have this conversation So Steve Six percent related. Yeah, you know where I'm going, but go ahead, Christine. Uh, he asked me, knowing that like this is your cousin. What if you started talking to one of these people and you only have one percent, six percent? Which one? The six percent? Yeah. Maher is his name. Maher. Mm-hmm. All right. So Maher, she chats with him, family, blah blah blah. But there's something. It's like Jack and uh, 
Elsa or whatever her name was on Rose. Titanic. Rose. Jack and Elsa. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> getting Titanic and Frozen mixed up. Leonardo DiCaprio and the Frozen chick. No. Uh, so it's Jack and Rose on Titanic. It's click, 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 click. And it's only 6%, Steve. It's only 6%. <laughs> it is. No. Yeah, the fact are. that I know that, no. Now, let's say I randomly ended up with someone, and then we find Come out on. we're 1% relation. Come on. And there's nothing I can do at that point, but... No, but it's Logic- perfect. Like you logically and Jack are, knowing, he's you let him stay at your house because you know he's family, because he flies out after you guys have talked and getting to know each other, right? You guys are taking a couple <laughs> rips of your giant bong or whatever you do at your house, and oh having God. a couple beverages, right? Yeah. And you're like joking around, and all of a sudden it's this moment, and it's Jack and Rose, but it's Maher and Christine, and that their face is just so. It's near but far. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like it's like they brush almost noses. And then I slap him and he's like, it's only six percent. No, you slap him <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> no. You I- slap why do you slap him? He br- you brushed his nose too. <laughs> right? In your twisted mind. <laughs> I think I actually think this would happen. I could see it. And my question is, come on. Really? No. The question is, come on, really? <laughs> come on. Just come on. knowing that I have relation to this person? No. You're full of it. I mean, the only weird thing would be that everybody would sit on the same side of the aisle at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> come on. I, I, Steve, would you? Would you? Is she hot? No, dude. Not only is she hot, she is, and this is what I said to Christine, the perfect woman for you. I'd be like, you hey, tell us how you doing? You were telling a friend of ours the other day that one of the weirdest parts about working with me or hanging with me is that I would turn, turn everything into a conversation for the air. Uh-huh. Yep. But think about it. 6%. Everything is perfect. It's Brittany, dude. It's your wife. Yeah, I'd marry my cousin Brittany. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? And you would just want to know. Oh, yeah. I was. I wanted to hook up with uh, my third cousin when I met her when I was in sixth grade. This reminds me of the episode of Friends when Ross tries to hook up with his cousin. I think it was Denise Richards who played her. Oh uh, well, I oh. would too. <laughs> Have you ever seen her and Manbeck in the movie Wild Things? Yes. Oh. Yeah. God, I loved her. Manbeck was good too, but Denise Richards is amazing. <laughs> I still would not hook up with my cousin. I don't care how much percentage. Christine keeps checking the text program. What's wrong? No, I was just seeing if if someone. Go ahead and check it. No, no one said anything. Check the text program. Oh, you mean the the I I I could see the bottom of of it. I'm not scrolling up. Somebody sent a giant clown face to Christine. But the way it is on the computer, I only see the bottom (sighs) half, and I'm not scrolling up. What if your cousin Maher is a clown? (laughs) And but everything else is perfect. No, I would not date a clown, cousin or no cousin. What if he wants to? What if you meet the perfect guy, and he but every time he makes out with you and messes around with you or balloon animals. He wants to wear clown shoes. Nope. And he honks a horn. <laughs> yeah. Your the, brain is so weird. And the horn weird. is your left butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Text question of the day today. Christine, this is a fun one today. It's all about stupidity. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? Now, based on time constraints, I will tell you this. My story, personally, your boy, the Jinja Ninja over here, yeah, I was honest with somebody about something I did. And she was all like, eh. and she, I said, if I'm gonna tell you this, you can't get mad at me. And she said, I promise I won't. And I told her and she was like, I'm mad at you. 
You cheated on her. Uh, did I, though? You made out with another person while you were in a relationship. That's cheating, bro. At a party. So? When I was Does DJing. that make it better? Yes. In the DJ booth. The DJ uh, booth. It was in the DJ. I was DJing a party, a frat party in college at Central Michigan. Personally, I feel like that's a pass. I know. It's like an infidelity uh, bubble. Yeah, Clause. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the zip code rule. You know? Like if you're in a different zip yeah, code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what is the stupid? And so she got all mad. And then I was like the most violent I've ever been in my life. Obviously not with her. I would never, ever hit a human, let alone a woman. I wouldn't. But I did get scary strong. And you punched plexiglass. Yeah. And that window popped out. <laughs> hmm. I was like, that's not fair. You said you wouldn't get mad. I can't, it's so weird. Anyway, Christine sneezed in class and then went to lunch instead of the principal office because her teacher was a boosh. And Steve got a minor in possession two weeks before his 21st birthday. Oof. But today's text question of the day is about you, click of six. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? Somebody said I sent a text to my husband saying that I can't text anymore because my boss is here now. Except I sent it to my boss instead of my husband. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Somebody else said sixth grade. I didn't get my mom to sign my homework, so I forged her signature. Oh, I almost got away with it, by the way. Except I spelled my mom's first name wrong. <laughs> I've gotten in trouble for that thing, too. Really? Uh-huh. I forged my mom's signature, and then the teacher made me call my dad, or I had to call my dad and tell him I'm in trouble. <laughs> my son, fourth grade, got into trouble for building a taser out of Legos. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I know, I know right? <laughs> Somebody uh, somebody said, uh, I stole my dad's car when I was 13, and it was a stick shift, and I'd never driven a stick before, so obviously I got caught. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? Guys, I got in trouble for not having a cover on my school book. I was given detention. I had never had detention before. My dad wrote the teacher. No email back in the day. We just wrote. I did not have detention after that because that was dumb. All right. Somebody else said, not me, but my husband was in elementary school. A firefighter came to do a presentation to his class. When the guy was done presenting, the teacher asked my husband if he wanted to be a firefighter when he grew up. My husband said no, and he got dis- detention for being disrespectful to a firefighter. That's so dumb. <laughs> wow. That seems really weird to get in trouble for it. Right? Uh, as long as he said no respectfully. Yeah. Right? What if he wants to be a doctor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a teacher. Yeah. So what's the dumbest thing you ever got in trouble for? Saying the new employee was not good fit for the job, and they got fired for that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, singing along with the radio while wearing a mask, mumbling under my breath. Oh, it <laughs> equals mumbling under the breath. Oh, so the radio was on, and they were like, uh, hold on, here you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they thought they were mumbling about their job. Well, that's kind of bushy. It is bushy. Right? All right, top five-ish, Christine. Text question of the day. Let's do it. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? Man, there are a ton of great answers that'll be up on the website, though. I didn't get to get all of them, obviously, but somebody said, I got I, I got trouble because I stood up for a girl who was being bullied in algebra class. Isn't that bushy? It is. Somebody else said, when I was fifth grade, I took a condom to a school, <laughs> and a bunch of us kids were playing with it on the school bus. One kid blew it up. Oh, no. Someone on the bus snitched, and I got called in the principal's office. Principal called my mom, and the kid had a slippy face. <laughs> oh. Ew. Wow. 
Why did they say that? Right. All right. Uh, top five is text question of the day. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? Guys, I got trouble scolded uh, when my dad was sent a photo and linked to my naughty Twitter page. Hmm. He literally cut me off from him and told my whole family. He said, our daughter's trash. I don't approve. Aww. Guys, I'm 35. I can do what I want. Yeah. I don't that's see a so, link. That's so cr- <laughs> <laughs> Where's the link, she Christine? She didn't send one. Don't get at me. You you organize these. Yeah. Christine? Oh. <laughs> All right. Is it linked on our social media? No, she didn't send it. <laughs> if you're listening, she messaged on the app, so I'm assuming she's still listening. Definitely not. Steve wants to see the link. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? All right, uh, somebody said I worked in a greenhouse and my supervisor told me I walked the wrong direction and it took too many steps. And they went, <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't that weird? I don't even understand that one. That's dumb. Yeah. That almost should be number. I can't wait to find out what number one is. Number three, they said, I had trouble pronouncing words when I was little. I got in trouble for swearing on the school bus. Apparently, oh wow, the, the Mary Poppins song doesn't go, <clears throat> Supercalifragilisticexpialidobleeps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, is this is this worthy of number one, the one that's on hold? Uh, I didn't even get it from her. I just wanted to get all of us to be surprised. All right, Linda, we're going to get to you in a sec. Here we go with number two. What's the stupidest thing you've ever been in trouble for? I got my mouth washed out with soap when I was little for calling one of my siblings a fart. <laughs> Nice. Number one, I snuck into my boss's office. I deleted an email I accidentally sent to him instead of a coworker. I sat back in his chair when he walked in like I belong there. He never saw the email, but I got yelled at for just being in his office. <laughs> that's a little boosh. It's yeah. a, a little boosh of him, but what were you? He must have wondered what you were doing. Linda, are you naughty? <laughs> I was. You were? Okay, repeat yeah. after me. My name is Linda, and I used to be naughty. My name is Linda, and I used to be naughty. Yeah, naughty Linda. All right, Linda, Linda, what is the dumbest thing you ever got in trouble for? Well, when I was in high school, after I had my license, my parents grounded me because I wouldn't cut my hair. What? Well, how long was you? you, Oh, did you have, like, butt-length hair? No, I I usually didn't have it below my shoulders, but my mother hated long hair. Oh, so they grounded you because you didn't have long hair? No, because she didn't cut her hair. Because I wouldn't cut it. They grounded me. Did you move out? No. I was only like 16 or 17, so Come on, man I caved. Up. I had to cave because I love to drive my car. Yeah, I get that. And I, and I know anything about naughty Linda. She loved the back seat as well, but. <laughs> she didn't Not say no. Either. She didn't say no. <laughs> naughty Linda. Say, my name is Linda and I'm still naughty. <laughs> my name is Linda and I'm still naughty. Yeah, you are <laughs> naughty Linda. Thank you. Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show. All up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me dub you Shaka Connie. Shaka 
Honey, that's all I wanna do 